Welcome back to another episode of Voices of Black Power with yours truly, Phonetic Wisdom. And we have a special guest today. She is the author of two children's books, a highly qualified teacher in the state of Georgia with specialist degrees in educational leadership and teacher leadership, as well as a degree in early childhood education. And that's just to name a few. She is a voice of Black Power. Welcome, Ms. Jaquita Johnson. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you. Thank you for choosing to be a part of this. I really appreciate it. Yes, ma'am. So, Jaquita, if you don't mind me calling you Jaquita. I don't mind at all. Okay, all right. (laughs) So, we had a chance to talk briefly about what you do and where you're from, which I stated you're a teacher in Georgia, where you also live. Um, But, you know, the listeners may not know who you are so if you can just tell us all the wonderful things that you do you know if you've grown up in Georgia your whole life you know elaborate well I am from Atlanta Georgia I'm a few of the people that's here that's actually from here um so yes I was born and raised in Atlanta Georgia Grady baby um I am like you said a children's book author as well as a behavior specialist and I am not a teacher but I'm a behavior specialist I was a teacher for many years um and I get the opportunity to work with wonderful children that are having behavior challenges and I get to go in and work with them administration as well as teachers um just as an author I love what I get to do with that read my books and impact lives and allow my words to stretch across the land even if I'm not there my words are there so I absolutely enjoy that that is awesome how many years were you a teacher I am in my 19th year of education and I've been out of the classroom six years so okay (laughs) shout out to all the educators I know some I know some educators myself I'm actually a behavior specialist myself as well yes yes I know It's certainly not for the faint of heart. I pray for patience often. Okay. Okay. Yes, it does take that. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And you know what? It is, it's really great to work with, you know, children who need that extra attention and assistance and to take that time to provide it for them. Because when you start to see the results, it's really like, oh my God, it's working. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I just had that feeling like the other day. I was like, oh my gosh, he's kidding. Yes. Love those (laughs) The intervention is working. Yay. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You want to know that you're successful in that. That's right. That's right. Um, But we're here to talk about my children's books. (laughs) We absolutely are. So you have two children's books. I do. Mm Mm-hmm. I do one. My first book is Gary the Greater Gator. And that book is simply a book to help children understand the symbols for greater than and less than. And it kind of launched my career as an author. I was a second grade teacher and I could not find a book specifically. I found poems and songs that dealt with understanding the symbols because I knew my students knew that you know 10 was uh greater than seven but when we took the test like wait a minute y'all you got to get these symbols so I decided to um, write a story 
and you know add some little illustrations in and the kids loved it of course they mastered that standard and even after they mastered the standard they still want to hear this little story by miss zachary right and um so we were having layoffs here in Georgia, and I said, you know what? I am going to write this book. I don't want anyone to control my finances, control my destiny, or anything like that. So with that being said, I um, got an illustrator, a professional illustrator, and published the book. So that was the first book. Um, my second book was released last year, um, 20, 2019. In February, and I um, wrote that book, I Am Pretty, because by this time, I was a behavior specialist, seeing all these mean girls, and it's like, gosh, you know, so I get in, I do my one-on-ones, and when you get to the root of the matter, they don't like who they are. So a lot of the times, they would joke with other people and try and bully people because they didn't like themselves, and so I would often tell them, listen... You putting her down is not going to bring you up or make you feel any better. So I wanted to write a book that helps children appreciate who they are. And not only that, but to understand that true prettiness comes from the inside. So, yeah, it's good to look cute, get your hair done and all that good, sweet stuff. But you want to take your time developing character. And so that's what I wanted to um, help my children understand. That is really awesome. And um, your first book, Greater the Gator, correct? Gary the Greater Gator, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Gary the Greater Gator. <laughs> okay, twister, that's right? like a, um, it's a bit of a tongue twister. Right, right. My sister cannot say it. She always gets it messed up. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no. What I love about that is that is a really invaluable book for children's learning, which is amazing because the curriculum can be challenging for them. You know, like they can know what it is but when they see it in a different you know context or or background it kind of messes with your head like wait do I know this and I know that feeling right right that's really awesome yeah I wrote it for students kindergarten and second grade but honestly it's been used even in middle schools I had middle school teachers math teachers saying hey come on here do these activities with my kids because you know we're doing fractions and you know they having trouble doing the fraction number one and plus they got to have the symbols of greater than or less than. So I helped them to understand that. So they did a really good job. So I appreciate that the book is able, you know, because you see those symbols, not just in lower elementary, but you're going to see them throughout your school career. So it's very important to understand that. Yeah. Simplification is so important when it comes to academics. That's right. That's right. great. That's great. And um, your second book, I Am Pretty. Yes. So that's an affirmation. Did you intend that to be an affirmation? Well, kind of. If you look at the cover of the book, it says I am pretty, but it also have other words like smart, kind. So if you look at it, I am pretty smart. I am pretty kind. You know, and so I wanted the kids to understand, like I said, that true prettiness comes from the inside. Yes, I want you to think that you're pretty on the outside, too. But take that time, like I said, developing that character. So, yes, ma'am, we do affirmations um, when I go and read the book. But the book itself is not a book of affirmations. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I love that because, you know, growing up, I you you encountered the mean girls. Yes. 
sometimes you become the mean yes, girl. Yes. And um, it's just so important to teach these young women, these young girls about self-esteem mm-hmm. and self-confidence and, you know, not looking at yourself from the outside in. That's right. Out. That's so important. That's so important. And uh, my mom actually taught me that because um, my story came when I was actually taunted and bullied by teachers in the kindergarten. And I look back on that now, and that's where the first root of me not feeling good about myself came from, you know, because I went to school, you know, my mom told me I was pretty, my dad, you know, so I went to school feeling pretty. My, you know, my peers didn't make fun of me or anything. It was, it was teachers. And I had a mom who um, was not a single parent, but my dad was an addict. Okay. And so she had to hold a whole lot of stuff down. And he was a functional addict. Don't get me wrong, but it was still hard. She, you know, as I'm grown, it's like, wow, I know she went through a lot. I didn't know it then, but I know, I know it now. Like, wow, I don't even know how she held it all together. But sometimes, you know, I have two other sisters, so it's three girls and I'm certain she'd say, Hey, let's get up. It's time to go to school, you know, and charged us to get our stuff together you know after she laid our clothes out at night or whatever so some days I didn't put on lotion or some days you know so it's like let's go she had to be to work at 7 15 she had to drop us off and Atlanta traffic and all of that so I would come to school and you know and my teachers would be talking about you know me and now why her mama put that on her she knows she too fat for that don't they have some lotion? You know, so all of this mean stuff and even taunting me, because I used to talk all the time. I did, still do. But I used to talk all the time. And instead of calling my mom or, you know, saying, hey, we need your help. is talking too much. They would make me do physical stuff like touch my toes. And after a few minutes, I start shaking and they may start laughing like, yeah, you too fat to do that. Or, you know, you need to lose weight or, you know, you too big for that shirt you have on. And so those types of things. So after, you know, weeks of hearing this stuff, I would come home and say, you know, mean things about myself. And my mom was like, wait a minute, the creator don't make no junk. Now he made you, you are perfect in his image, you know, and just would say all these things. I'm like, oh, you my mama. You got to say these types of things, but she continued to affirm me. And as I continue to grow, um, I understood that my mom was really big. Like I said, just on understanding that build that character, build, you know, build yourself up and make sure you're nice. Make sure you're being kind, make sure you're sharing and all of that. And, um, and so I just began to grow up and understand, you know, you start getting yourself ready. You can, you know, you can do your own hair now for real, you know, that kind of stuff. And you start caring a little bit more than, you know, about your appearance and all of that. And so my confidence began to grow and boost, of course. And even as my mom would share things with me, you know, about the creator and, you know, how he made us perfect in his image and all of that. And so I wanted to share with these young ladies the healing and deliverance that I had received just through words. You know, words hurt me, but words also can bring about healing. And so that's what those words did for me. So the book itself is not a book of affirmation. Um, It goes on with the story, you know, who is that pretty girl I see? Oh, that's me. So it has a little rhyme and scheme with it. And uh, so it's a really cute story. (laughs) 
And but in the back of it, once you get through the rhyme and all of that of her saying, you know, I love the skin I'm in or I love my pretty nose and all of that. Um, it talks about I am pretty nice and you see her, you know, doing nice things. I'm pretty kind and you see her in the lunchroom. You know, you see a young lady in the picture. She looks like an outcast, but that pretty kind girl is saying, hey, come sit over here with us or come sit over here with me in the lunchroom. So just being, you know, reminding people, reminding those girls that this is what true prettiness look like. You know, so many times I've seen even the girls I talked to, they were outwardly pretty, but they open up their mouth and they start cursing and saying ugly things. That appearance quickly change. It's like, oh, she's not as attractive as I thought she was, you know? And so just to understand that that building of that character is what's important. Wow, I, that was a really powerful story. Thank you so much for sharing that because... <laughs> Because you know what? It's really, it's a shame, first of all, that those teachers, as adults, yeah. which honestly, adults is relative because <laughs> right. mind over age, really. Um, but it's just a shame that you had to go and experience that level of verbal abuse. And yeah. really, um, to some extent, uh, not. I, I don't know I can't really necessarily say physical abuse but they used your weight against you right to humiliate you and that yeah. that's as a child I mean like that must have been mortifying to go through mm-hmm. and the fact that you have dedicated your life now to you know building that's up it. girl these young girls and reminding them that it's really not about what's on the outside that counts but it's about what's on the inside right you know, I'm confident that in all your years of teaching that you are an amazing teacher just by no. that story alone. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Well, I know you were not ridiculing <laughs> anybody out here. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I, I know that's I am not. <laughs> you were not tearing down anyone's self-esteem. And that's that's huge because there are a lot of people walking around with they do. very um, broken concepts of self. That's it. I mean, you even have teachers that still, you know, so I kind of deter those conversations that you know talk about kids and it may be true you know their mom may not be doing x y and z but i'm certain their mom is probably doing the best that she can do so don't say that especially if the child is around you know so i don't join in on a teacher chatter and you know all that kind of stuff because it does happen and i make sure i let teachers know listen we're not going to do that i'm not going to be a part of that i don't want to hear you doing that um, so as I go in and I have to basically mentor and coach teachers, that's one of the things I say, listen, we're not down in any child. They, that parents send the best that they have to school. And so we are here to bring them up and lift them up regardless. If you need a moment, go get a moment. But I don't want you saying or doing anything that can belittle a child self-esteem or how they see themselves or how they see their parents or their life, you know, so is very important. We got to watch what we say. We got to watch our words. Absolutely. That I actually was talking about that on one of my um, recent podcasts is, you know, um, life and death are in the power of our tongues. And um, you can really uplift somebody or you can really bring them down. So I love that. I love that you out here checking these teachers, holding you them have- accountable. <laughs> we got some amazing teachers don't get me wrong it's just few and far between you have some of those you know disgruntled teachers and you know yeah you know and that's what anybody in any profession of course that's right 
but we're holding people accountable and that's what really makes a huge difference yes so real quick you um do you go to other schools and you read um your book i am pretty i do i do i go to schools i do lots of career days also, we offer a service, a service um, where I do pretty parties. And what a pretty party is, is I go in, I read the book. We do a self-portrait that also has affirmations on there. So the top of it says, I am pretty, but the girls get to pick out their own words of affirmation. So they may say, I'm pretty outstanding. I'm pretty smart. I'm pretty awesome, you know. And so they do that because I'm also a... Um, art therapist and I know that art also bring about the healing is something that's not um when you look at words and all that sometimes our kids have trouble reading and they may feel you know a little shamed about that but that artistic side they can it's non-threatening and so we do that read the book well I tell a story I read the book and they do their self-portrait with the affirmations and we also have mirrors that they look into well they say affirmation and affirm themselves in the mirror starting with I am pretty and so by the end of it you know they believe it you know and so I am excited about that we get to do that they walk the pink carpet we take pictures just a day of pretty and so we do that not all the time with my book there's so many other books out there that we can use as well like I am enough and things of that nature so one of the things that we do is whatever we do is we incorporate literature but we use literature to help build self-esteem so that's um, our basic pretty party and I love it we have a good time (laughs) That is awesome. You are doing a whole lot. Yes, ma'am. I try. I try. You are doing. You own it. Okay. <laughs> so you do so much. What does a day in the life of Dequita <laughs> Johnson look like? Girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, first of all, I don't do that. I have to check my calendar. Okay. Exactly. You know, honestly, I wake up super early. I believe in getting up because I got to get my time in my quiet time in my prayer time in. I just got to center myself so I wake up before everybody else in the house just to center myself um I do have a nine to five that I report to well eight to five that I report to and um so like I said I'm a behavior intervention specialist so I'm visiting schools I'm talking to children I'm doing lots of paperwork and interventions checking on the interventions making sure they're working But once I get off, I come home. My husband is not home yet. So I once again just get that center me time, you know, just my time, my me time and try and get, you know, food ready and all that before he gets home around about 630, 7 o'clock. And then that's when I work on me. I mean, we have our time too, but I give him his me time a little bit. But I also spend time at least four hours a day on working on my brand. So that's answering emails, that's sending stuff out, that's writing books, all of that that's dealing with me. Then, of course, get ready for bed, pray, you know, speak to my husband again, dinner and all that kind of stuff in between. And there you have it. I mean, it's a lot. But um, I believe that if I'm putting in work for somebody else, all those hours for somebody else, I got to get in my time as well. So... That's why I work so hard, and that's why I do so much. But I'm thankful that the job that I have 
it allows me to walk in my purpose. So it doesn't feel like work. So when I'm helping somebody or telling them about, you know, social skills and how to get along with other people, how to, you know, manage your anger and all of that. So it's just walking in line with purpose of what I do anyway, even with my brand. So I'm just grateful to have the job and have an amazing supervisor that allows me to be me. I love that. Yeah, I do too. That is really <laughs> encouraging because I know a whole lot of people who do not feel that way about where they work. Oh, I love it. And um, so that that was really inspiring. I, I thank you for that. And um, so do you set your own schedule or do you have a team who helps you? Well, for work or for Jaquita stuff? Well, Jaquita stuff, yes. Okay. All right. All right. So Jaquita stuff, I do have a team. And my husband is like my biggest supporter. Thanks, dear yay, um, Daniel Johnson. I have to give him a quick shout out. Um, yeah. So <laughs> he did get you on the show. He yes. Uh, yeah. Show. I mean, he has me running, 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 and um, so that's a good thing. And him and my sister basically. Um, and sometimes my niece, I can't leave her out. If I'm doing something, I need someone to handle registration or do this or do logistical things. They are there for me. I also have other friends that I, you know, solicit help from, but that's my core team, my husband, my sister, and sometimes my niece. So, yeah. Family affair. That's it. (laughs) I love that as well. So is there anything I didn't mention that you would like to share? Um, well, I... I'm doing a, if you're in Atlanta, we're having a writer's workshop, a writer's masterclass, excuse me, it's not a workshop, it's a masterclass, where we go from story writing or creating your story to publishing. So it's a three-hour masterclass, February 29th at the Cupcakery in East Point, Georgia. Um, That's going to be from 12 to 3. You can go on my social media to find the link to register. And so I'm really excited about that. I get so many people saying, hey, I got an idea. I want to write a book. And so just taking this time out to learn how to do it is so important. We, I'm going to do the uh, section on developing your story. I have another young lady, Tasha Beatty. She's going to be doing everything from copyrights to uploading to the different publishing platforms. And then last, we have Jenica Ween. She's going to be talking about book sales and marketing. And I'm so excited about my panel. I have a panel of amazing people, illustrators, publishers, you name it. I mean, experts in in the writing field with different genres. So that is going to be awesome. So to be able to pick their brains and learn and network, it's awesome. That's the major thing that I have going on right now. That is great. I need one of those classes. <laughs> and when I'm, hopefully when I come back down at ATL, I can catch one of yours. Yes, we're working on a webinar, though. We work, we're working on it because we recognize yes. everybody can't be in one location. So, yes, ma'am. And you can get all that information on my Facebook is Jaquita Speaks. That's J-E-Q-U-I-T-A. My website is Jaquita.com. Once again, J-E-Q-U-I-T-A dot com. Instagram is Jaquita Zachary Johnson. And Pinterest, Jaquita Zachary Johnson. YouTube, Jaquita Zachary Johnson. 
and I want to say that Twitter, I'm not on there that often. I need to do better. Um, mm-hmm. Twitter is Queen Quita. So there you have it. You can find me on any one of those um, social media sites. Would love to hear from you. Awesome. Thank you so much. I am so happy that we were able to do this. And even despite our um, troubles getting yes. set up, we make it work. <laughs> Thank you so much. um, I was really inspired. Awesome. I'm glad. And I know my listeners will be inspired and uplifted. And that's what Voices of Black Power is about. You know, it's about Black female empowerment. Yes, ma'am. That's exactly what you're doing. So more power to you. Thank you. More power to you. Thank you for what you're doing. This is amazing. Yes. We're just walking in our purpose. That's That's it. it. Hey. That's it. Well, thank you so much for having me today. Yes, absolutely. So there you have it. Another episode of Voices of Black Power with our special guest, Jaquita Zachary Johnson from the A. Yay. (laughs) All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. It's Phonetic Wisdom, Peace, Love, and Revolution.